it's kind of like in The Wizard of Oz, you know, when we realize we can actually pull back the curtain and there's this little man pulling all these levers in the big scary wizard machine. When we realize that happiness is within us and that we can stop chasing, gosh, what a relief. You know, we can stop trying to acquire and obtain, but we can relax into it. Hi everyone, it's Nicole Sharanam and welcome back to another episode of Connectedly. Today's show is going to be a little bit different. I've decided that every fourth episode, I'm going to host a solo show that's going to break down some of the information that we've been talking about and some other information about happiness and connection. A lot of the shows we've done so far have been an hour long, uh, talking to some of our friends and experts and authors on various topics to do with connection and happiness. But I think what might be really helpful is for us to do some more shorter kind of bite-sized happiness chunks. So I think we can call them happiness bites or happy bites. How does that sound? And I must be hungry because I keep talking about food. But let's just have a look at that. And also at the end, I'm going to take you through a meditation that I I do it runs for about eight minutes so let's look forward to that it's going to be a place that we can drop into being within and just finding some stillness to go beyond our thoughts and we're going to get into these palatable bits right now so today I think it's fitting that we talk about happiness and I'm not talking pleasure here I'm I'm talking about happiness and some ways that we can achieve it So we've heard a lot of the experts on this show talking about happiness being an emotion and being fleeting and and something that we can't ever really, you know, grasp. Take buying a car, for example, we feel fantastic and our pleasure is through the roof and we drive that car out, you know, and we can smell that new car smell And then suddenly, you know, that that car smell starts to fade and our pleasure meter dips and we're looking around for something else to peak our happiness meter, some other kind of shiny new thing. Oh, you know, I need a new car or, oh, I need some shiny shoes or, oh, I need a bottle of champagne or whatever your thing is. We start needing it again to kind of lift that happiness meter. So I want to show you or share with you another way that I've kind of learned and I've been practicing over the years to really enjoy happiness that doesn't involve pleasure. So let's work through this. It's it's not going to involve obtaining external things and external stuffs. So here's the concept. Happiness isn't limited to our pleasure. It's on the inside of us. It's not on the outside of us. It's freedom from the need to have and want and consume. And it's understanding that there is nothing outside of you that controls your ultimate happiness. So let me explain. I can kind of hear you going, oh, but I'm unhappy. Or I can hear myself from the past going, yeah, but, you know, I've had these times where I was unhappy. And let's say you've lost your job and you say, well, I lost my job. So it made me unhappy. Or, you know, my partner isn't being nice to me and they're making me unhappy. Or on the flip side of that, we could kind of think about it like I got a promotion and it made me happy. Or my partner is being so sweet and romantic that it's making me really happy. But the truth is none of these things are making you anything or making me anything. It's your emotions and your thoughts that come from you. 
And the moment that we kind of realize that we're actually in control of our thoughts and our emotions is the moment that we really start to see inside this machine and how it works. So I want to kind of tell you what I believe, and you can take it or leave it. I believe that we are not just this body walking around with our monkey minds dictating when we should be happy or sad, because that to me seems a little bit primitive. You know, we are highly intelligent beings inside a physical body and drumming us down to simple bodies that move about with smiles on our faces simply because we've been fed a banana to me is really oversimplifying our intelligence. So if we can control our happiness and it's not based on an external influence, for example, you know, a pleasure, then how do we create it? And how do we find this internal happiness? Well, it's inside of us. It's inside of you. It it is you. You bring happiness into your life. How? So the thing that stops us feeling happiness really is that the mind, well, one of the things is that the mind gets caught in thinking we have to constantly obtain it on the outside. It's quite limiting. So it's kind of like in The Wizard of Oz, you know, when we realize we can actually pull back the curtain and there's this little man pulling all these levers in the big scary wizard machine. <laughs> you know, we when we realize that happiness is within us and that we can stop chasing, gosh, what a relief. You know, we can stop trying to acquire and obtain, but we can relax into it. And I know it's a, a huge concept if you've never heard it before and it can kind of throw a few people off and it feels like really swallowing a pill that's, you know, too big to swallow that gets stuck in your throat. (laughs) But let's just cut it up a bit. If you stop thinking that you need to buy happiness through the things that you do, through what you buy and what you have, aka what's on the external and the pleasures, and instead we start looking inside us to bring happiness, something shifts. We start to understand that even when there are hard times, job losses, heartbreak, challenges, illness, we can still have inner happiness that can permeate through all of that. Even when we have sadness, because let's face it, we will, it's inevitable. We can also hold happiness deep below it. Now I've had times in my life where I've had sadness and Someone has asked me if I was sad and I've answered, well, yes, but I'm also happy, which often gets a really strong reaction from people because, you know, to be honest, I didn't really even know what I was referring to at the time myself. But after years of looking deeper and talking to really knowledgeable, wise people about why this is, I can now understand that even though something external in my life wasn't the best thing ever in the whole wide world right now, I was still able to find that happiness that ran deeper inside of me than that external situation. I'm not pishposhing pain here or heartbreak. I'm saying even in those moments, we can learn to appreciate them. We can learn to understand them. We can learn to understand that that is a part of life and shit happens, as they say. And there is something greater inside of me that holds peace and freedom and happiness. And even one step further, we can learn to see those times of hardship as an opportunity to learn. 
So holding that pain for a moment, kind of like it's a shiny object that we can examine and, you know, like a Rubik's cube, keep turning it over and playing with and trying to work out what is this? How does it work? How do I use it? And honestly, I I share the greatest compassion for those who are going through hardship right now. I do not belittle your experience. My heart truly goes out to you. But instead, I say that if we can just try to not beat it down and beat it into submission and beat it into happiness, if we can just accept it rather than trying to change it, then perhaps we can instead see underneath it into something that is much bigger, stronger, and much more freeing. So to kind of summarize, I'm not saying that you can't buy new shoes and I'm not saying that you can't get pleasure from external things and I'm certainly not saying that you can't enjoy life's good times or be sad at sad times. I'm just saying that we need to stop relying on these external cues for happiness. How? Well, for me, it really takes managing my mind and how my brain thinks. It's almost kind of like putting my thoughts and emotions on a microscopic slide and magnifying it in and, and really examining it. And it's, it's not easy at first, but it does get easier. And really, it's, it's a full-time job, to be honest. <laughs> so every time I feel angry or sad or disappointed, on it goes onto the slide. Hmm, you know, what do we have here? And where does this come from? And what's inside of me that produced this? Why? And I love the idea that we are forever students, forever scientists of self, explorers of happiness. We shouldn't just be taking an emotion, trying to hold it and ride with it forever. And then when it's gone, like wonder what, what happened? We are so much more intelligent at our roots than that. In the meantime, I wanted to share just a couple of ways that I find I can turn things around when I'm stuck in the external cues of either I'm attached to pleasure because of something I've just bought and that feeling of yay, or I'm stuck in the sads and I want to turn things around a bit. So I call it my B list. (laughs) I be grateful. I express gratitude tapping on my heart and saying thank you so much I am so grateful for this moment for this thing whether it's sadness thank you for teaching me thank you for allowing me to have the opportunity of growth through this very moment be within I tap on my heart close my eyes and have a moment understanding that I am a being much more intelligent than just a physical body I am so much more be of service The moment that you can serve others, it really changes the power. It's almost like a trick for the mind. I find that if you are feeling really crappy, sharing, giving to others, finding out what someone else needs, change someone's day, smile at someone else, give them flowers, write them a letter, tell them that you love them, do something kind for someone else, volunteer, whatever it may be, it changes the power of your day. Be a constant student. This one for me is crucial and it's where I've learned the most power is constantly seeing every opportunity as a way to learn. So those moments of anger or sadness or loneliness, again, go within and say, 
Thank you. I'm a student. What can I learn from this? Thank you for this moment to teach me, to show me what it is that I need to learn to grow right now in this moment. That turns everything on its head and it gives me the power to see opportunity rather than just sorrow. Be open. Being open to opportunity, being open to something greater than where you are right now, having an open heart, being open to others, to the compassion of others, being open to optimism. So important. Be one. Be one with others. Be one with the world. Be one with something outside of you that is greater than just you. Be still. Meditation, for example, take a moment to close your eyes and just sit within and have silence. Just be still. Appreciate. Be aware. Be thankful. Just be. So I thought since we are talking about finding a place within, I might share one of the meditations that I do for myself quite frequently uh, there are many versions of this. This is just one that I find that's quite beneficial for me to go a little bit deeper. So let's take five minutes now just to connect and find that place where we can really just let go. So please, if you're driving a car or operating heavy machinery, <laughs> best that you don't meditate with your eyes closed, I would say. Let's jump out of the car or park and put your chair back and let's get into it. So welcome to this guided meditation for going within, finding stillness beneath the surface of your mind. Begin by finding a comfortable position, whether sitting or lying down, and close your eyes gently and take a deep breath in. And let it out slowly. Inhale. And exhale. Allow yourself to release any tension as you breathe out, letting go of the outside world for these next few minutes. You fully have permission to be here. You have permission to let go. You are free to relax. Now imagine yourself sitting on the shore of a serene ocean. Picture the vastness of the water stretching out in front of you. The surface of the ocean represents your mind. It's constantly in motion, like gentle waves. And as you sit there, observe your thoughts as if they are just pieces of driftwood floating on the surface. Breathe in and breathe out. Notice the thoughts coming and going, like passing clouds. With each breath, simply acknowledge the thoughts without any judgment. Let them float away like driftwood. You are not your thoughts. You are the observer. Thoughts will come and thoughts will go. Don't judge them. 
Don't be them. Don't react to them. There's no fighting. Just watch the driftwood. Thoughts drifting along the top of the ocean. Just allow your mind to become a peaceful witness to the ebb and the flow of your mental landscape. And now visualize yourself stepping onto a piece of driftwood and feel the gentle rocking beneath your feet as you stay above the surface, watching the thoughts from a higher perspective. And let any emotions that arise also stay afloat on the surface, like ripples in the water. And as you continue to breathe, feeling a sense of calmness starting to wash over you, let's bring your awareness a little bit deeper now. Imagine yourself slowly descending below the surface, going beneath the thoughts and emotions, below the driftwood. As you move slowly deeper, feel the temperature change as you move into the depths of the ocean, leaving the surface behind. The ocean almost envelops you like an inviting hug. You are now entering a space of stillness and quiet, where the waters are calm. In this tranquil space, notice the silence. It is here where we are in connection with the quiet essence within. And as we go deeper, any thoughts or emotions that linger on the surface are now just distant echoes. They hold no power in this stillness. Now focus on your breath, feel the rhythmic flow of each inhale and exhale, grounding yourself in the present moment. With each breath, sense the peace within you expanding. You are surrounded by a serene, boundless calmness. You are part of the great ocean of life, connected, calm, supported. Here you are the strength of the entire ocean. With each breath, sense the peace and happiness that fills your body and your mind. A happiness that stretches beyond your thoughts. Almost like there's a light down here, even in the depth of the ocean. A light that pervades the darkest depths. Breathe in and feel that light start to illuminate. It's calm, loving and pure. And as it gets brighter and lighter and more pure, you start to feel it pervading your heart stretching out further and further until that light surrounds you completely, about one meter outside of your body. You are this light. You are pure love. You are calmness. You are connected. 
You are so much more than your thoughts. Breathe in. And as we start to conclude this meditation, bring your awareness back to the surface. Visualize yourself gently rising, leaving the depths of the ocean and returning again to the shore. But now with this pure light still emanating around you. And as you open your eyes, carry this sense of inner stillness with you, knowing that at any time you can return to this place within yourself, beneath the surface of thoughts and emotions. Now take a moment just to stretch and reacquaint yourself with the present moment. Thank you so much for joining me in this guided meditation and may you carry this tranquility and this sense of peace and connectedness with you throughout your day. Thank you so much for listening today. If you do need help, if you're going through a hard time, please call on a friend, call on someone. Connection is vital. If you don't feel like you can talk to anyone, then please try Lifeline Australia on one three double one. One four. There is always someone ready to hear you. So much love. And remember, you are loved and you are worthy. Till next week, I'm Nicole Sharanam. Bye.